Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. To all my listeners, please go to thedifferentbook.com and pick up a copy of my new children's book, Different. 10% of every book sold goes directly to the cystic fibrosis charity, Emily's Entourage, which is searching for a cure for a unique mutation of the cystic fibrosis gene. I recommend Different to children ages five and up. Growing up as kids, we sometimes feel like we don't fit in with everyone else, whether it's our curly hair, a mole or freckle we don't like, being too tall or too short, the list goes on. Different teaches kids that we all have our thing and everyone is different, which means being different is normal. I'm very excited about this book and want to give as much as I can to Emily's Entourage, so please pick up a copy for your kids or grandkids or friends' kids and help me spread the word. Check out thedifferentbook.com for all the details. And if you haven't yet, please rate this podcast five stars and leave a review. It all really does help. to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah! Uh! Hope you're having a good day. Let's start the pod. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you guys are all out right now. I'm recording this. Uh, I mean, this is West Coast time, 10.39 p.m. in California. So there's a lot of you out there on date still, huh? Mountain time. You're still probably out there having your Valentine's Day date. Central time, I see you. You're out there. It's getting close to 1 a.m., but you're still probably out there. East Coast. Places stay out, stay open a little bit later in New York, right? So you're probably out there having a good time on your Valentine's date. So here's what my Valentine's uh, date day was. Not no date. Uh, my wife and I we made a little thing a couple years ago because Valentine's Day gets so crazy going out to restaurants and stuff that we celebrate valentine's day you know like the day day or so before maybe a day or so after something like that because you know you don't get stuck with those restaurants that are like it's a valentine's day menu and it's six hundred dollars <laughs> um and you don't get to pick what you want to anyways you know so we made this deal so then i got offered a spot on a, a show and um and so what i did was i took it and it was a you know it was a later show 9:45 p.m. and I thought you know I'll take this show, and uh, what happens? One, even though my wife knows we're celebrating Valentine's Day another day, she was like, "We're not even hanging out <laughs> on Valentine's Day." And I'm like, "What?" But it didn't really matter because she got super tired and she fell asleep uh, when we were putting the kids to sleep. So she fell asleep hours ago. So she wouldn't have been able to hang any who's, any hooser. But uh, so I get down to the show. Here's the point: get down to the show and double booked, double booked. Honest mistake. Booker's a nice guy. Honest mistake happens. Here's my thing: I don't think I'm gonna get paid, (laughs) and it's like a weird thing 
in LA, there's a lot, obviously a lot of, you know, very successful, you know, comedians, famous people, you know, you've probably heard of obviously, but then there's a lot of, you know, comedians who are professional comedians, um, but you might not have heard of them. And then, uh, like me, and then, uh, well, I guess you've heard of me if you're listening to this. Um, but you know, I'm not famous. And then there's a lot of people who do comedy, but they don't do it as like a full-time job. And it's just like a little annoying, just the principle. Okay. I'm not one of those people that has like $75 in their bank account. And this is going to, you know, we're going to not be able to feed the kids tomorrow or something. So that's not, it's not that I have money and everything, but it's just the principle of it. Uh, like there was a club for some reason, people just treat comics are like, ah, oh, sorry about that. You know, there's a comedy club in Missouri I did. And, uh, what? that's so weird. My dog is sleeping. I come home and I start recording a podcast and now he's trying to tear up the entire carpet. I don't know if it's picking that up, but it's pretty annoying and he's probably going to do it forever. But anyways, uh, so there's a comedy club in Missouri last June, right? I'm writing on this show for Fox. I'm down in Mexico and I knew that I come back from Mexico and then I have this club uh, at the end of the month. I had to cancel some work to write on the show. I'm like, yeah, at least I got that club. You know, I'm writing on the show, which is good. It's good money and it's a good good thing to do uh, for a major network and everything. But then I'm like, oh, I got this club at the end of the month, right? So then I just, just, just I had like a weird feeling, right? And I, I look at the website for this comedy club in Missouri. I'm supposed to headline and I'm not on the weekend that I'm not on the schedule at all, right? So it's not the wrong weekend, it's not anything, right? So then I hit up the uh, the guy who, the owner of the club, I go, oh man, I go, am I still there? Like the 28th or the 30th? I think that's what it was, right? And he goes, uh, oh man, I must have double booked it, right? Didn't apologize though, didn't say like, didn't even like say sorry. You know, he doesn't have to like kiss my ass or anything, but it's like not even like a my bad or a sorry. Just says, I must have double booked it. And then he just goes, can you do, and he names another date. And it's like, yo, man, I was about to buy my flight to Missouri. And it's a good thing I checked before I did because, you know, I didn't sell this, but he didn't, he never said sorry. He just asked if I could do another date. And I'm like, no, I can't do that date. No, I can't. And then he's just like, ah, <laughs> it's like, What? Like, I don't, I just feel like the principle of the matter is like, hey man, uh, I owe you, or like, I'm going to give you extra money. Like, he doesn't need to like maybe pay me in full uh, for the date that he, I mean, he should, that's the principle he should, but he could just be like, yo man, I'll book you again. Let's figure out a date and I'll give you extra money or something, you know what I mean? But it's just like, no apology, just like, yeah, double booked it. What about this? No, end of convo. It's like, wow, that's. Not the way to do things, in my opinion. But anyways, uh, so, oh, this is the thing that's really annoying about it. I was also exhausted. Like I fell asleep, fell asleep. I fell asleep before the show, uh, putting my kids to sleep. I knew I was going to. So when they passed out, I I knew I was going to fall asleep. I was so tired. So I set an alarm so I could wake up and get ready for the show. I drank a double espresso shot. Double espresso. Do you think I'm going to sleep now? My body, like I need sleep. I'm so tired. I haven't slept in the last couple of days very much. And I need sleep. And now I'm just wired off the double espresso shot. So, uh, yeah. I usually don't even take double espresso shots because usually one espresso shot's enough. But I was so tired. I'm like, I need to wake up. Let's go double. Drive to the club. It's packed, by the way. This show would have been awesome. Would have been a great show. But, uh, 
And the thing is, too, is like they're like, oh, you could like go up if you want. Oh, cool. Can I go up on the show and just do a set for free? It's like everything about that just seems off to me. Um, anyways, let's get into some of these links that I have. We'll, uh, we'll make this not just me bitching for five, six minutes up top. Okay, first link, five travel hacks revealed by flight attendants. This is from CuriousMob.com. Five travel hacks revealed by flight attendants. I try and find stuff. It's a couple, sometimes I find things and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'll do that. And then once I'm doing it on the pod, I'm like, this isn't that interesting. But this one I think we can all enjoy, right? Flying isn't always an enjoyable experience unless you are flying on a private jet or first class. You will most probably hate flying. And why shouldn't you? Going through customs is a pain. You are stuck in a cramped seat for hours, and you will most probably spend most of your flight fighting over the armrest with your neighbor. That, dude, that armrest fight is brutal. However, there are a number of things that you can do to make your experience just a little more pleasant. Many of these perks are not widely known, so passengers don't even know how to utilize them. Here are five great travel hacks as revealed by flight attendants. Can I just do a quick thing with the armrest? Do you ever have the armrest, right? Like you own it, you got it, and then somebody sits down, you like let them in, and then you still own the armrest, and then uh, they're like, uh, oh, uh, you know, like you're sitting on their seatbelt or something, or they're sitting on yours or something like that, right? And then in that moment, when the, the oh, here's your seatbelt I'm sitting on exchange, they take the armrest. Oh, <laughs> that is a terrible moment. All right. So number five. Yes, you can carry booze on your flight. Is this about sneaking it on or legally? Carrying alcohol is actually allowed on your flight as long as the bottles are 3.4 ounces or smaller. If you are willing to survive a terrible hangover the next day, you can drink away the boredom on your flight. Of course, this only works if you are of drinking age, which varies from place to place. And they show a Ziploc bag with those little miniature... Um, like those bottles that are like a shot, but they're like in the shape of the bigger bottle, you know? By the way, my wife wanted me to pick up a couple of those for uh, Jameson things for one of my daughter's teachers as like a present for something. And uh, so I go to BevMo. They have a wall of those, just a wall of all those little bottles, little shot of Sky, Vodka, you know, Jack Daniels, Jack Honey, Gentleman Jack, you know, everything, Crown Royal, like whatever, Bombay Sapphire Gin, all the little bottles, everything. So I go, oh, hey, and I was in a rush, too, because I was going to a show last night, and I said, uh, I go, hey, I just need, like, uh, three of those little uh, Jameson bottles, like, little shots, and the guy's like, yeah, of course, starts walking over, and then the girl who works there goes, we're actually all out of the Jameson, and he's like, what? Like, he was surprised, and she's like, yeah, and I'm just staring at a wall full of everything you could think of, but they're out of the Jameson. So there you go, guys. According to this, I always wondered that. I never did it, but I always wondered if you could just bring little bottles of alcohol. Like, why would you not be able to? Just because they sell alcohol? I mean, they also sell food on the plane, but you're allowed to bring food. So that's that's good to know. There you go. You can just bring little bottles. And um, yeah. Um, here we go. Number four. Let's see what this is. Why do you have to click next on everything? Airline coffee isn't always terrible. Is this a travel hack? Is this just something maybe to know? Espresso and other fancy coffees are not just reserved for first-class passengers. Anyone can get them, and all you need to do is ask the flight attendant. Oh, this is a travel hack. In fact, they'll be happy to make it up for you. While it may not seem like a big deal, a cup of gourmet coffee may make your flying experience seem much better. Also, almost anything is better than drinking that ghastly instant coffee. So go ahead and order the cappuccino or latte of your dreams. I, is that, that can't be every airline, because airlines differ a lot. Like Spirit Airlines isn't giving you a fucking espresso or a cappuccino get out of here frontier they're not into that shit uh number three you can check in your carry-on for free hmm 
oh, this is if the plane is full. I, at first I was going to say I didn't know that, and I, I'm starting to read the first sentence, and I think I did know this. If the plane is very full, the agents at the desk will check in your carry-on so you won't have to lug it around on a crowded plane. This is done for free, so you won't have to worry about any extra charges. Just carry it to the gangway and leave it there, and a handle will put it in the baggage compartment. You won't even have to worry about leaving your carry-on in the plane. This hack will completely change your flying experience. Well, I, I bring a, my backpack on, I want it on. You know what I mean? I don't want to check stuff. Uh, that's is that a travel hack? Did, I feel like everybody knows that you can check it at the gate for free. Um, number two, you can get your wiggle room. Your seat isn't as cramped as you think. Many aisle seats have a button that will let you swivel them like a normal armrest. This lets you move or get up without folding up your tray table. You won't have to find some place to set your drink and stash away your magazine every time you need to use the bathroom to stretch your legs. This hack is a game changer when it comes to long flights. Are they talking about just your seat reclining? I feel like they're just talking about, who doesn't know that? Your stomach, sorry, I'm going to read this again. Your seat isn't as cramped as you think. Mainly, oh, mainly, I said, I said many for time. Mainly aisle seats have a button that will let you swivel them like a normal armrest. An armrest just goes back and forth. So are they talking about the reclining? I'm still confused. This lets you move or get up without folding your tray table. You won't have to find some place to set your drink. Well, that they can't be talking about just the recline because the middle seats and the window seats also recline. So what are they talking about? There's an extra button on aisle seats. Again, there's so many different types of planes. I can't think that that's uh, across the board. Just like that gourmet coffee. Now, this is, you know what I going to happen? I'm going to read this article and then I'm going to be on my next flight. Be like, excuse me, can I have a cup of your finest cappuccino? And they're like, yeah, it's eight bucks. <laughs> like, oh no, I read an article on CuriousMob.com that said you guys are supposed to hook it up with some great coffee. That's like when I was a kid, someone told me the Tootsie Pops on the wrapper. If there's a star, if you can find a star on the wrapper, you just take that to the store and they'll give you a free Tootsie Pop. So I was a kid. I don't know how old I was. I was pretty young though. I remember waiting in line at the grocery store. This is Lucky's back in the day. Now it's Albertsons. Waiting in line. It's. I remember it was a long line because there was a lot of adults. And I was just like this kid. And everyone was like, what is this kid? He doesn't even have anything. He's just like holding a little wrapper. And I get to the, it's my turn. So these adults are probably like getting off work. <laughs> They're just trying to get their groceries. And the lady was like, yeah, can I help you? And I'm like, and as soon as I got to the front, I realized this doesn't seem like it's a real thing. It seems like someone's kids at school just say this and it's not true, that you get a free Tootsie Pop. There's a star on the wrapper. And I go, yeah, um, I have a star on the wrapper. And she goes, okay. <laughs> Very cool. Like She was just kind of like, what is your point? And I was like, yeah, so, you know, just here for my Tootsie Pop. And she's like, I don't even know if we sell those. And I go, oh, I'm supposed to get a free one because there's a star on my wrapper. And as I'm saying it, I just remember feeling like no confidence in what I was saying because it sounded like bullshit when I finally said it out loud to an adult. And she was just kind of like being really nice. Like, oh, she's like, I'm sorry, honey. Like, I don't know. Maybe like other stores do that, but we don't do that. And I'm like, okay. And like, I realized that I'm an idiot. So I'm like, all right, yeah, no, it's understandable. Like, and I was trying to say it like, I get it. Like you're not in on what goes on, but yeah, like you're probably going to get reprimanded by management because I didn't get a free Tootsie Pop. <laughs> so here, okay. So here's number one. What brought that up? I don't even know what brought that up. Oh yeah. Me being on the plane, thinking all these things are going to work. 
Uh, number one, if you need something, just ask nicely. This is a travel hack. If you need something like extra tissues, more coffee, or another pillow, just ask the flight attendants politely. This isn't a hack, but rather something that no one really thinks of doing. Just don't ask for unreasonable things or expect them to hand out freebies. Flight attendants are there to make things easier for you on a long flight, but they aren't here to babysit you. All right. Well, I feel like maybe... The, I think the alcohol one is the only one that really I didn't know for sure or never... You know, now, now we know. But uh, by the way, flight attendants, can I just say this? Some flight attendants, I fly all the time. Some flight attendants are super nice and some are fucking mean. <laughs> like there is, there's no consistency in flight attendants. Some of them are just indifferent. Some are really, really, I've, I've been on flights where flight attendants were just like hooking me up with like free alcohol or, you know, extra snacks and they're just like really nice and they're, I'm joking around with them when I go to the back to use the bathroom or something. And then I've been on other flights where flight attendants are just having a bad day <laughs> all right next article 10 vitamins for depression okay here we go first vitamin marijuana no depression affects over 350 million people across the entire globe every person that experiences the mental disorder takes different avenues to help them get through it Luckily, there are a number of treatments for the disorder, supplements being one of them. Vitamins are a great way to avoid the side effects that come along with taking medication for depression. We're breaking down 10 vitamins that may help. By the way, can I just throw this out about side effects of vitamins? I've started taking zinc because I, I kept getting really sick. So I went to the doctor and the doctor told me that he made me change a couple things. One, I already, I already take multivitamins and I, I'm really good about that. He made me start taking Zyrtec for my allergies instead of Claritin because he said my allergies were... You know, Claritin wasn't good enough anymore. And then he said, start taking zinc. And zinc, I know you're not supposed to take on an empty stomach because it can make you nauseous. So I always take it after I eat, but I still get like nauseous almost every time I take it. So then um, I asked my wife and I was uh, working on a cruise ship. I, go, I couldn't use the internet. I go, can you just Google like how to make zinc not make you nauseous? You sent me a screenshot of something that said, drink a little bit of milk. And now if I get a little nauseous, I'll drink some milk, goes away in a couple minutes. So that's a nice little hack, okay? And also zinc uh, makes, as the doctor told me, makes your, if you're a man, your, you know what I'm talking about? Your weenie makes it strong, strong penis. And I have noticed that. All right. Inocetol. Here we go. I'm just going to pronounce everything wrong. Inositol. Inositol. That sounds better. Inositol. I-N-O-S-I-T-O-L. While inositol is not a recommended vitamin, according to doctors, for people who suffer from severe depression, it's still effective for those of you with lesser conditions of depression. We consume inositol regular without even knowing it. Sometimes inositol is in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and meat. Is this article going to be good or is it just going to name like rattle off vitamins? Oh my God. They're going to be, this might be fun to do just because I can't read this the next vitamin s adeno adenosylmethionine methionine s adenosylmethionine also known as same yeah i wonder why s adenosylmethionine is an effective vitamin to use against depression getting into the brain s adenosylmethionine will boost the brain's serotonin levels serotonin isn't found in food so it's best to stick with the vitamin of S adenosylmethionine. Why do they have to say it in three sentences? They said it so many times. I think they just want someone reading it out loud to have to struggle. 
Hmm, so it boosts serotonin levels, huh? I might, I might have to bookmark this. I want to I take some of these vitamins and see how, see how they work. Uh, I don't know about things that artificially boost any sort of levels, though, because then, then don't you become reliant on it? It's like melatonin. You take that to help you go to sleep because that's a chemical that your body naturally produces. But if you take melatonin all the time, then your body goes, oh, we don't need to produce it as much, and then you need to take it to go to sleep. So I don't know. I feel like if, things that boost serotonin levels, that could be... That means if you stop taking it, maybe, you know, your serotonin levels, you're not producing as much as you should. I am just going off of my own, putting everything I've ever dealt with in the world together to try and make sense of stuff. All right, saffron. Finally, something that's easy to uh, say. Saffron is a natural remedy that is used as Persian medication. It's also used for cooking, but did you know that saffron is used to help depression? It's one of the leading remedies. Naturally, if you want to try something simple, saffron is for you. More than 150 volatile and aroma-yielding compounds. Oh, I might give myself some saffron. St. John's wort. It's very important that you understand that St. John's wort should not be used with bipolar disorder and a severe form of depression. On the bright side, it's one of the best herbal supplements to fight against mild depression. If taking the actual vitamin doesn't fare you well, the liquid version is another alternative. I feel like if you're depressed... How, wouldn't you feel like it's pretty severe if you're depressed? How do you, how do you gauge that? If you're depressed, who's walking around like, man, I'm depressed. I'm, I'm clinically depressed. But it's not so bad. It could be worse. Isn't the whole thing when you're in depression, you're, you're depressed? So wouldn't you just automatically go, well, I have severe. I don't know. I don't know anyone walking around and you're like, yeah, I got, you know, I got mild depression. Vitamin B6 is next. Okay. I'm, you know, I might just, all these things are just saying the same thing. After they're like, this can actually help. So there you go. I'm not going to read that paragraph. Uh, it's absent in many diets. There you go. So take, so go get yourself some vitamin B6. Vitamin C. Okay. Preventing the damage of cells in your body. Vitamin C. Lychee, strawberries, and broccoli are just a few of the foods that contain vitamin C. Orange juice. Okay. Who doesn't know about vitamin C? I think vitamin C is the most popular vitamin. I feel like if you go to vitamin high school, vitamin C is banging the head cheerleader, vitamin C is throwing the winning touchdown, vitamin C is, you know, just Mr. Popularity, or Mrs. Popularity, or popularity, whatever the pronoun is. Okay, omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 fatty acids. Okay, fish, we all know that's in fish, great. I feel like the airplane hacks are looking better and better. Vitamin B9. So B6 and B9. Okay. This is found in leafy vegetables, fruits, and asparagus. Okay. Help with stress. Vitamin B1. Just get a B vitamin complex thing. B1, B6, and B9 are all in here. Um, so B1 provides a spike in energy. Known as thiamine, B1 can decrease depression, anxiety, and stress. Bananas, eggs, apples, and lettuce is where you get some B1. I think we're on the last one now. Iron. Ooh, I think my wife has an iron deficiency. I think she's supposed to take iron. I wonder if she does. She better. Fatigue. Nobody wants to deal with it. You have important work to do. You're lagging behind energy. Iron, blah, blah, blah. Where can you get it? Oxygen and functional muscles are aided by iron. You can get supplements of iron from broccoli, bread, spinach, whole grains, soybeans, and more. Ooh, own it dip into some of that more. All right, let's see what this next article is. Oh, what's going on? Can't open the search page. 
search page babe what is happening here there we go now it's opening from viralventura.com okay this is a good one seven popular exercises that are pretty much a waste of time some people assume that just by showing up at the gym and using the machines out there they'll be losing some weight and improving their fitness the fact is not all exercises are created equal even popular ones can sometimes be a waste of your time and energy or even worse, downright dangerous for your body. Here are seven workout routines you should stop wasting your time with and a few tips on what to focus on instead. The abductor adductor machine. Oh, I'm glad to know this is a waste of time because I've never used it and I've always thought I should use it. It's for the legs, you know, where you do like the, the in and the out. You sit there and you kind of, your legs go, you get it. Very popular, mostly among women. This machine is generally used for the purpose of doing away with localized fat on the inner and outer thighs. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. You simply can't spot reduce fat. Besides, you're working out muscles that won't help you all that much in your daily activities. What you can do, on the other hand, are either lunges or just plain squats. Yes, I know, those are, those are harder, right? Well, I guess no pain, no gain. Yeah, a lot of like body weight stuff usually you know is good for your body because that's like your, your, your body naturally moves in those ways. Standing chest flies. Ah, oh, this isn't good. I used to do this long. I don't, I don't do this a lot, but I used to do this a long time ago to when I would um, do like this model workout, just where you're like doing your like aesthetically good-looking muscles, not necessarily like for strength and stuff. Popular as they may be, chest flies are to be handled with care. Standing chest flies in particular are not bad exactly, but the problem is they don't. They just don't help you work out your chest at all. So if that's your goal. You'd be much better off spending your time using another machine as the strain this exercise is put on your shoulders. Well, yeah, that's definitely felt. A good alternative to this is the chest press machine and the pec deck. Okay, so standing chest flies, not a big one. I'll take a little sip. Oh, that's some strong bourbon. Standing calf machine. This time it's your shoulders and back, the ones that will be doing all the heavy lifting when working out with this machine. Your calves, on the other hand, won't be doing much exercise at all. A better option would be trying body weight calf raises. Yeah, that's what I do. I do try and do one-legged calf raises. Uh, body weight only. This way, make sure the right muscles are doing the pushing. Once again, going back to basics is better. I always thought that was interesting how, like, when you do like the calf machine where the weights on your shoulders, you're doing like, you know, hundred pounds, whatever it is. I don't know. I can't remember what I do. Say it's a hundred pounds, or whatever, right? But then if you just do body weight calf raises. You, you don't it's not like shouldn't you be able to do like a ton more but you always end up doing like 10 or 15 before your calf starts burning it's the same what you do <coughs> with the weight so that makes sense crunches this is an old one several studies have shown that crunches just don't get the job when it comes to making your abs stronger what's more you can easily hurt your lower back a much more effective alternative to crunches is planks oh planks changed my life this isometric exercise, with all its possible variations, can also help you work out your back safely along with your shoulders and arms. It can even allow you to reduce your waistline and improve your overall posture as you're required to stabilize the spine. I love planks. I plank every morning, even when I don't get a workout, and I always do my planks. Um, if you diet and just do planks, your stomach is going to look great. If you eat right and do planks, your, the body fat, like once it sheds off your midsection, your abs just like dope just from doing planks upright rows Ooh, these aren't good huh i used to do these for sure this is part of my delt uh my 
and my shoulder workout. This exercise is not really a waste of time, but it can be harmful to your body. This workout puts some serious stress on your shoulder joints as it requires your arms to rotate while holding a load. I do remember when I would tweak my shoulders, it would usually be doing this exercise. If you want to target your arms and shoulders, you should try free weights such as dumbbell front raises instead. Well, that was also part of my shoulder workout. It's a much safer exercise and lets you work out your chest too. Okay, I'm liking, this is a good article. We only have two more. Supermans. Nope, this one won't fly with me either, pun intended. As Arnold, yes, the Arnold explains, this exercise allows a very small range of motion and you just can't gradually increase load without hurting yourself. In fact, a wrong posture while doing this routine can often lead to injuries in the lower back. Solution, head to the reverse hyperextension machine and make good use of it. This way you'll be working your lower back and your glutes both safely and effectively. What is, I feel like I'm picturing the correct thing with reverse hyperextension, but I'm not sure if I am. All right, the last one, mountain climbers. Ooh, interesting. While this exercise does help you improve your cardio and work out your abdominal muscles, benefits seem to come at a high risk. Your wrists and shoulders support an unnecessary strain during this exercise, while a bad posture can also often lead to injuries in your lower back. If you're looking for a safe alternative to mountain climbers, single leg planks will do a better job. By holding one leg up during the exercise, make sure your core muscles get all the action while preventing potential damage from harmful postural habits. Wait a second. Single leg planks, holding one leg up during the exercise, make sure your core muscles get all the action while preventing potential damage from harmful, okay. All right, well there you go. Those are the seven that blah 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 don't do them. Crunches, I feel like that's kind of like a old one. People would be like, I do a lot of crunches. Where are my abs? It's all diet for the abs. And I have been slacking on that. Let's just be honest. Let's keep it 100, uh, as the kids say, not to culturally appropriate. Um, let's see. Tomorrow... Tomorrow I'm partying, man. It's my niece's 21st birthday. Doing a big bash. Big party out there for my niece. So hopefully she has a good time. She appreciates it. She probably won't. But, you know, is what it is. So fiesta, fiesta tomorrow. It sounds good. Like in my head, I'm like, going to have a party. But really, I'll probably just be chasing my kids around. My kids stay up at these big, big family parties. They just stay up and run around, pass out at like midnight, and then you're like, they'll sleep in. Nope. They wake up at six, and then they just get cranky earlier in the day and maybe take a nap. Um, so there you go, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. I don't know when this is going out. Uh, if you haven't yet, rate five stars, leave a review. Emails in the show notes if you ever want to talk shit to me or say something nice. And yeah, Valentine's Day. Here's a quick Valentine's Day story. When I was in fifth grade, this girl, Jacqueline, I believe was her name. Yep. Can't remember her last name. Uh, she wanted to be my Valentine. She wanted me to be her Valentine. And I was just kind of weird with girls uh, when I was younger because my dad and my brother, my older brother, used to tease me, mainly my dad, when I was really little, like really little. And it was probably looking back like, not a big deal, but I was really sensitive and it really got to me. So I was always weird about, you know, coming home and like, I would never want to tell my parents like, oh, I like a girl because I knew my dad would make fun of me. Um, 
Which is kind of weird. That's like the opposite, right? Aren't, aren't like dads, like stereotypical dads was to be like, what do you like, boys? That's gay. Or I don't know. My dad was never like that. My family's not like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's like in the... I think there are a lot of people like that, though. But uh, aren't dads supposed to be like, yeah, you like a girl? But my dad would just like probably just gently tease me about it, but it really like affected me when I was little. I got to remember not to do stuff like that with my kids because it really kind of messed up my head a little bit. But anyways, so I honestly, I remember thinking like this Jacqueline girl was a cute girl, but I didn't want to have a Valentine because it scared my dad. My brother would tease me. So I... uh. I I told her that I don't celebrate Valentine's Day because I'm Jewish, and it's Saint Valentine's Day, <laughs> which is like technically, yeah, it's not a Jewish holiday, but it's also just become like a national holiday. You know what I mean? It's Valentine's Day. I don't think. I mean, who's who's left thinking about Valentine's Day? Like, oh, it's a big religious holiday coming up. I don't. I've never met anyone who's like, yeah, Valentine's Day, big religious holiday. So I said that, and I told my mom. I was like, no, like we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. It's St. Valentine's Day. We're Jewish. And my mom goes, Jeff, that girl wants to be your Valentine. You're her Valentine, and you're going to get her something. We went to the store, and I remember um, we picked out, my mom was like, pick out something, like, you know, a little heart. I got her one of those little heart-shaped candy boxes. I remember this, you know, with the ones that just say, like, you know, be mine, all that stuff, all those different little things on there. That's all I got her. Such a dick move. You know what she got me? A big chocolate Garfield. It was so sweet. I feel bad to this day that that girl, like, I don't know why she liked me. She liked me. And then, this is fifth grade, I think. Is this fifth grade? Fourth or fifth grade. And she went with her mom and dad or something and goes, I'm going to get this kid Jeff that I like, this big chocolate Garfield. It was big. And I loved Garfield. I mean, that was really nice of her. What was her last name? Brown? I don't know what her last name was. I don't, even, I don't think she went to my junior high. She went to the left. Anyways, I'll never get to apologize to this girl. Uh, so there you go. I was a fucking weird little kid. I also, in third grade, went by my middle name the entire year. And my mom became a teacher at that school. And that teacher, I think, maybe now she stopped. But when she would see, because she's like kind of friends with my mom, she would ask my mom, so how's, she goes, how's, Je-? she goes, is it still Sam? <laughs> She goes, he's still going by Sam. And my mom was like, he only did that in third grade when you were his teacher. <laughs> so I was a strange one. And uh, yeah, hope you guys are having a great Valentine's Day and being safe. And we'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to my daddy.